So this week we sent out a note about some of the upcoming changes that we have here at Maranatha and how we're dealing with all that's happening in our world. Uh, this week we decided to cancel Awana and youth group in accordance with kind of our procedures that we have when schools close, we will close. Usually that's because of a storm, but this time it's different. And that also includes some of the church meetings we have during the week. The moms group will not be meeting this week. And we're doing things differently. So just a couple of things that are different. We're not going to do major announcements. The only announcement this week that we kind of had was there's t-shirts for sale. That's why I get to wear a t-shirt. And uh, it felt good today. We're not going to have offering right now. We're going to do our best to make sure you don't have to touch anything you don't want to touch. But I'll hug you if you want to hug, okay? And uh, so we're, we're not going to pass offering. In fact, offering will be at the end of the service. At each of the doors, we'll have someone there with an offering plate pass it out we're going to do communion in a different way we're going to do stuff differently so just be aware of that after a general shopping that i took trip that my wife and i took last night it wasn't anything major we were going out for this week during the panic listen to this this week during all the stuff that's happening i encourage you I, am all, I can't demand it. I implore of you. I beg of you. Stock up on these things. Here you go. Love. Joy. Peace. Long-suffering. Gentleness. Goodness. Faith. Meekness. Self-control. Against such there is no law. Amen? That's what we need to be stocking up on. We are agents of God's grace, mercy, love, peace, joy, kindness, and goodness. That's what we need to stock up on. I have a great sermon fitting for our Christ in the Old Testament series. Very fitting. But I'm postponing that. Not pitching it. I'm postponing that for a more fitting sermon today. You'll get that sermon next week. Maybe it will be online. I don't know. Again, if you see in the email, I would encourage you, if you're not connected with Facebook or anything like that, please connect so that way if we have to do Facebook Live or live stream, I'm not sure how it's going to happen. I don't do that. I'll just talk. That will be online. I love it when the Spirit moves. Trust me, the Spirit's been moving all week as I wrote that sermon. I'm saving that for next week. But last night, as my head hit the pillow, I'm like, oh, I need to rewrite a different sermon for today. So what I want to do is have you take your Bibles and turn to Galatians chapter 5, 22 through 23. We're going to dive into these two verses. As we have this opportunity, again, this all that's happening in the world today, all that's happening in America, these are real events. But we're going to use this to draw us, listen to this, draw us closer to God, closer to our walk with God. We're going to load up on His love today. We're going to load up on His peace, His joy. We're going to load up on those things, but we're not going to hoard them we're going to learn how to dispense them also today, okay? So we're going to work on these two verses. 
And we're going to show these fruits to others. We're agents of God's grace. And hopefully you got the email. It's, you got it. We sent an email. We put it on Facebook. We put it on our webpage. Read through it. I've kind of laid out some stuff of how we're kind of approaching this as a church. And I'm excited for this morning. I was up kind of late writing this out, but I'm excited. So before we get into this, pray, all right? Lord, I thank you so much that you are sovereign. <laughs> At the end of January, we did a three-part series with the phrase we heard all the time, God's in control. He's got this. Little kids were telling parents, remember, God's in control. He's got this. Parents, we were telling our kids, God's in control. He's got this. Now this week, it's something we need to firmly believe and let others know. God, You are bigger than any disease. Lord, You are bigger than the disease of sin in my soul. And You came to rescue us. Later today, we will, in the middle of my sermon here, we're going to stop and pray because today the President asked for this to be a national day of prayer. And we will pray as we always will. Lord, guide us this morning. And I pray that we would, in the midst of this, examine the beauty of Your love, the beauty of all these things that stem from You, but also that we would examine our hearts. Because we are lacking in some of these things. Or we've hoarded up on these things and are afraid to dispense them, to share them with others. Search our hearts as we are willing to be moved by You. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen? Alright, Galatians chapter 5, 22 and 23. As a little boy, I memorized it in the King James. That's still in my brain, so some of the words are a little different. But again, the fruit, it's not plural, but it's the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such, there is no law. So let's work through these Nine different words. The first one, love. The coronavirus is being talked about everywhere. These past weeks, we have seen an unprecedented amount of changes, speculations, true sickness in America. It's, it's all around. Political blaming, fear of the unknown. Many are being overwhelmed. People are hoarding things. Toilet paper? Really? Man, if it was me, I'd be hoarding up on whole milk. That's what I need. Man, when whole milk's off the shelf, I'm in trouble. There are three main opposites of love in Scripture. Scripture talks of love. But there are three main opposites in Scripture of love. One is hatred. One is pride. Pride is the opposite of love because if you're prideful in all this, you're not going to love others. And a third one is fear. Listen to this. 1 John chapter 4, verse 18. 
There is no fear in love. But perfect love drives out, casts out fear. Because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. So here we have an example where the opposite of love is fear. Or listen to this. 2 Timothy 1.7 For God has not given us a spirit of fear. We're not supposed to have fear. But of power, love, and a sound mind. Many times our fear is an outworking of our lack of trust in God. Do you hear that? Many times our fear is driven by, okay, we're not going to trust you, Lord, so I'm going to trust myself. And then it leads to fear and then trusting more of yourself, more of what man has to provide instead of what God has to give to you. Jesus, the night he was betrayed, got to the point, listen to this, where he said he was overwhelmed. But it didn't lead to fear. Listen to this. He was overwhelmed. Then in his prayer to his Father, he says, not my will, but your will be done. He was overwhelmed, but in the end, he trusted God. Not my my will, I'm going to figure this out, but I trust you, God. It's not in the Greek, but he almost was saying, God's in control, he's got this, right? So when he was overwhelmed, he did not fear, he trusted God. How? He trusted God because he knew that God's love was there, and God loved him he knew god's perfect love john 15 9 says this as the father has loved me so i love you now remain in my love so here's this concept jesus at the worst point of his life doesn't fear he anchors in i'm trusting god why because he knows god loves him as the father has loved me Jesus says, so I have loved you, now remain in my love. This week, study, stock up on, pour over, load up on passages that speak of God's love. Many people are out there shopping, grabbing whatever they can. This week, as Christians, we need to go to the storehouse of God's goodness here and load up on the beauty of God's love. But don't be a hoarder of it. Load up on love this week so that you can give out love this week. The main reason this week's gatherings are canceled, such as Awana, youth group, some of the other meetings, is because we are driven not out of fear, but out of love. We love those who would be vulnerable to the sickness. There's a lot of elderly that it's getting to the point where we need to say, you know, maybe it's best you stay home. It hasn't hit Barron County yet, but I'm sure it probably will. We're driven not out of fear, but out of love. We want to care for one another. 
This week, find people to love. Here we go. Get ready. Find people to love. Not just the ones who say, I love you back. Rick, I love you. Right? And he's easy because he's like, yeah, I love you too, you know. Don't just love the people who love you no matter what. Here it goes. Love the people who drive you nuts. Okay? Love them. This is for real. We are called to be agents of love. As soon as we understand God's love, then we should be an agent of that. The people who have blocked you on Facebook, love them. You don't know they blocked you, so here it is. The people you've blocked, you don't have to raise your hand, but I'll raise it. I've blocked some people on Facebook. I'm tired, I, I don't, I'm tired of Facebook to begin with. I'm just going to stay away for, for a while. The people that you have blocked on Facebook that drive you crazy, look at me, love them this week, okay? Love them this week. The people who do not know God's love, love them this week. The fruit of the Spirit is love. Look at the next word, joy. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy. I was surprised by the wide range of cancellations and closures of the many public events. As soon as you know things happened in Wisconsin, boom, everything was shutting down. With schools closing, as the word came by on Friday afternoon, the schools will be closed. There's a lot of people scrambling. And many kids joke about, listen to me, many kids joke about, all right, let's go to the store. If I'm going to die, I want, you know, Honey Nut Cheerios is my favorite meal, you know, whatever they're going to say. I want Fruit Loops before I die. Mom, let's go get it. They joke about the end of the world. Listen, many of them are not just joking. They're scared. Even adults are scared, okay? We need to sing the song, R.E.M., it's the end of the world as we know it. Many are scared. They are in sorrow, sadness, and misery. Just as Jesus said, just as the fathers loved me, so I loved you. Now remain in my love. This is what he says in John 15, 11. I've told you this so that my joy will be in you and that your joy will be made complete. Jesus says, guess what? I've loved you. I've done all this stuff so that my joy, Jesus saying my joy will be in you and so that your joy will be complete. Listen to me. You can never find true joy without Jesus. No wonder there is real fear out there by people because some people do not have Jesus. When you have His joy, then you have real joy. Right here, I could do a whole sermon on this, but I'm going to do this quickly. Famous verse that many of us have in songs, we've sung it. Nehemiah 8.10 The joy of the Lord is my... Okay, you know this one. The joy of the Lord is my strength. But notice it doesn't say, the Lord is my strength. Me knowing the Lord is my strength says, 
the joy of the Lord is, how is His joy my strength? His joy in this passage is about the restoration of relationship. It's in Nehemiah. If you remember in our Old Testament study here, it's the end of the exile. Finally, the people are back. Finally, there's restoration with God and people. They're together again, and God has joy in the restoration of relationship. This week, I ask you, study pour over, stock up on, load up on the passages that speak of God's joy in bringing Christ who is the ultimate way that we have restoration with God. That's why we're taking so much time to prepare for Easter, to get in these passages talking about the beauty of the cross. When you see what God has done, His joy in sending us His Son to take our place, does this enjoy load up on passages like that the joy of the lord is my strength you want strength the beauty of christ he's the one that brought restoration well this scripture says i will turn their mourning into joy this is out of jeremiah i will comfort them and give them gladness for sorrow There's sorrow, there's mourning, but what does God give us? Joy and gladness. And what he's speaking about is the new covenant. Christ is coming. Load up on the beauty of Christ. But don't just be a hoarder of it. Load up on joy this week so that you can give out joy this week. Let me give you a couple examples of how you can do this. I encourage you, if you've got kids at home this week, have them write letters to shut-ins to encourage them. Don't be downcast. Look to Christ. If you need a list of people to write letters to, we can give you some because we have some at our church. Bring joy to others this week. Let kids play a bit. Let them have some good old joy, right? My opinion, good old joy isn't found on a video game. It's just go out and play. Get dirty a little bit. But if you want them to be online or do something, we have provided for you right now media. There's great resources for kids to find the beauty of Christ, to find the joy of the Lord. Go to right now media. If you want information on that, we can give that to you. It's free online. Let kids know the joy of God in the Son that He sent. Focus on the Family has a great article about talking about the virus and how you can talk to your kids about it. Some kids are scared. Go online. Focus on the Family has that. Some great things there. I would encourage you, have fun this week. Teach them to bake. Teach them to have fun. Let's make some cookies. There's a difference between sugar and salt. Make sure they get right differences. I've done that wrong one time. Have them clean their rooms. Okay, that wasn't from my wife to my kids. But have them enjoy being 
This doesn't have to be a downer. Load up on joy this week so you can give out joy this week. Love, joy, peace. The next one, peace. There's much disagreement, distrust, frustration, and worry right now in the world. People are looking for peace. But just as with the other two, true lasting peace, true foundational peace can only be found in Jesus, right? It's totally true. Listen to this, this is just great. John 14. Again, I've read out of John 15 and 14. Again, this is the part where Jesus is about to go to the cross. So we have this, what's called the final discourse, where in John, he just kind of unloads on his disciples because they're freaking out. They're worried. Listen to John 14, 27. I'm leaving you with a gift. Peace of mind and peace of heart. And this peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. True peace is only found in Christ. We've got to let our families know that. Let our children grandchildren know that. This week's study, pour over, load up on, stock up on passages that speak of God's peace. Like this one, Philippians chapter 4, 6 and 7. In fact, write this one down. Have the kids memorize this one this week. Philippians chapter 4, 6 and 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. The next verse. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. We are bombarded with all these fears, and some of them are real. Some of these things are really happening. But how can we protect? Again, here it is. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything. By prayer, petition, and thanksgiving. Presenting your request to God. And the peace of God that surpasses, that that transcends our understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. So this week, study, pour over passages about God's great peace found in Christ. But don't be a hoarder of it. Load up on peace this week so that You can give out peace this week. As I mentioned, there are some... I'm sorry, Stacy. this is the time where that picture... I didn't tell you where that was. There are some elderly that cannot come. For instance, Clarence is probably not here this week. He comes maybe once a month. Steve is at a uh, nursing care facility. I went to try to visit him on Friday. The doors are shut. He can't come in. I tried my pastor card. They're like, too bad, dude. Okay, all right. This week, all of Bukestead has taken a turn for the worse. Here I am holding her hand. They let me in. Just praying for her. 
give them a call. If you see someone that you're normally next to and they're not here, call them. Hey, how you doing? They might say, I'm afraid. Well, guess what? Read some of the passages we just wrote down. God's peace transcends our understanding. And that peace is found in Christ. He's the one that came to brought peace between us and God. Give a call to someone maybe you haven't seen here today. Like, okay, we're so-and-so. I haven't seen them. Write letters. Encourage them. Help them keep their focus on Christ. Because there is turmoil. There is suffering. But Jesus has peace. Amen? Load up on it. But don't hoard it. Give it out also. The next one. Patience. As I said, I'm kind of deciding to stay away from social media because I'm getting tired of people who bring so much attention to things that are just driving people crazy. There's so much online. There's so much in the news. There's so much frustration. People are just getting people all wound up. I'm getting tired of people like that. I'm waiting for a vaccine to come out, a cure. How many are, right? I'm getting impatient. Toilet paper is not the hard commodity to find today. It's patience, right? Patience. Be patience. I need to load up on patience this week. Listen to Romans chapter 12, verse 12. Be joyful in hope. Be patient in affliction. Be faithful in prayer. When I look at Scripture, I realize how patient the Lord is with me. Amen? Because you know how bad I am. And you know how bad you are. Load up on the beauty of how patient He is. It says in Psalms, if the Lord marked our transgressions, None of us would stand. By midnight, we'd be all done because of sin. But He's patient with us. This week's study, pour over, load up on passages that speak of God's patience towards His children. Just load up on it. But don't be a hoarder of it. Load up on patience this week so that you can give out patience this week. Listen to others. Don't just go, this guy's driving me nuts and fold your arms and I'm shutting off your... Uh. Truly listen to others. Be patient with them. See that they have real needs. God's put you in that place to be an agent of His love, agent of His joy, agent of His peace. Be patient. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 2. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Be patient with one another. Someone may have a different political view than you. Someone may have a different view on some of the decisions that are made. Be patient and love them. Amen? That's what we're called to do. The next word, kindness. 
You know, it's amazing how we have officially found a way to be mean, cruel, and rude without getting in trouble. Welcome social media. The way people talk to each other on social media, if I was that way as a kid, guess what would happen to me? Ivory soap. Anybody know what ivory soap in the mouth is like? Huh? I mean, a couple of the older people, I had that, okay? But now you can do that without getting in trouble. No ivory soap for you. You can trash talk people without getting a bar of soap in your mouth. Wow, do we need kindness today, right? I believe that the ones who are not kind really don't grasp God's kindness yet. Listen to this, Romans chapter 2, verse 4. Man, this... In fact, go in your Bibles. Go there. Romans 2.4. This is one of my favorite verses. I say that about pretty much every verse. This, get this one in you. Again, we're supposed to load up on stuff. Just soak in this stuff this week. Romans chapter 2, verse 4. Do you show contempt for the riches of His kindness? God's kindness is there. He's poured it he's lavished it upon us Ephesians chapter 1 you show contempt forbearance and patience not realizing that God's kindness leads to repentance there's that line it's his kindness that leads us to repentance oh people Load up on the beauty of God's kindness. Understand it. Don't have contempt for it. Let it soften you. Let it break you. So this week's study, pour over, load up on passages that speak of God's kindness seen in Christ Jesus our Lord. But don't hoard up on it. Load up on kindness this week so that you can give out kindness this week. Romans chapter 12, verse 13. 12, we just read now, verse 13. Share with the Lord's people who are in need. Practice hospitality. When the tornado came almost three years ago, down there, remember, what did we do? We did a lot. We fed prisoners. There was someone that was very worried about, you're going to go feed a bunch of prisoners? Yeah, we are. The week of the cloth search, we made 5,000 meals out of that little kitchen there. Let's be ready again. Amen? Let's be ready this week to show kindness to our county. Let's be ready to feed families. I've already been in touch with some of the people who are going to figure out, you know, schools are closed now. We've got all this. People are going to be, you know, what about the kids? they they got jobs the parents do, and how are they going to feed them and all this stuff? There's... Families in need. So already, feeling that out. Trying to figure out what we can do. Let's be ready. Would you be willing to come this week and make some meals? To show His kindness. Don't just load up and hoard on it. Show the kindness to others. Care for children. There's some single families that are just in trouble right now. I've got a job to do. And now we've got three kids at home. How am I going to do this? Would you even be willing to say, I'll help care for your children? Let's even 
care for the sick. Let's just say this epidemic just hits Barron County like it has Seattle. Would you just run away or would you be willing to say, God, if you lead me, I will go and serve and feed those who are sick. Care, serve, and love. We're agents to do this, right? All right, goodness. We must know this truth. Man is not basically good. Man is basically bad, evil, sinful, and mean. Why? Because of our sinful nature. Man is not basically good. We're basically bad. Mark chapter 10, verse 18. No one is good but one, that is God. No one's good except God. Matthew 7, verse 11. If then... Here's Jesus. This is great. If then, you being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give good gifts to those who ask Him? God is so good to us who are not good. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. His love, what? Endures forever. Man, that phrase is said often throughout the Old Testament. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. Love endures forever. This week, I encourage you to study, pour over, load up on passages that speak of God's goodness to you found in Christ. But don't be a hoarder of it. Load up on God's goodness so you can give out goodness this week. Let people know how God has been good to you. When I first got married and we had our first child, there was a song by Twyla Paris that Amber and I were like, this is like the Cargus family song. Oh Lord, you have been good. You have been faithful to all generations. And I was like, this is what I need as a father to teach my kids. God is good. It's been good to us. One of the best ways to show goodness, here it is, one of the greatest ways to show goodness is to Pray. Pray. I encourage you, pray for the sick in this world. Pray for the families who are losing those who are dying. Pray for other churches. The church that I was at in Seattle, they cannot meet because the schools have closed. They're a church plant. They have no building. So now they're like, you can't come to our building. They have nowhere to meet today. And other churches are saying, ah, we're not going to meet, maybe so you have no place to meet. Pray for other churches. Crossway Church. Pray for the elderly. As I said, the president asked the nation to pray today. Did you hear that? You get that news? He didn't write me a personal letter, but that's okay. I'm not mad about that. But we need to pray. So guess what? I had no idea how long this sermon's going to last, and that's okay. Okay, we got time. Getting old, i got to use glasses for different things. So here's what we're going to do right now. Guess what we're going to do? We're just not going to talk about prayer. We're going to pray, okay? And I don't do this often, you know this, but if you are able, this isn't for everyone, but if you're able, let's just get on our knees. There's a sign of humility, a sign of saying, you're bigger than I am, 
You're in control. I'm your subject, your servant. Let's just get our knees and let's pray. Father God, before we speak words of prayer, help us to silence our hearts and our minds. Help us to truly see the beauty of Christ. Lord, we are so thankful that You are slow to anger. You are patient with us. God, I thank You that You have kindness to us. And that kindness leads us to repentance. Thank You for the great love You've given us. The giving of Your Son. You're so good to us. Lord, we come on behalf of our country. And I ask right now you guide our leaders, those in public offices from the president all the way down to the mayor. Guide them as they make decisions. Lord, out of love, we want to care for those who are vulnerable to sickness. We want to make sure this doesn't spread. Sometimes we don't understand all these decisions they've made because we're not scientists. We don't understand some of this stuff. I pray that we would just keep our lips from flapping, but our hands together more praying. God, move. Come heal our land. Not just from the physical ailments, but also spiritually. If people were this freaked out as they are about a virus, if they were this freaked out about a hell, we would have revival. Help us. Use us as agents. And Lord, if sickness comes knocking at our door, we will still trust in You. Give us ideas. Give us ways to feed the poor, feed the hungry, care for the elderly, care for the sick, just as You do. Father, we pray that all of this, as it will be, will be for your glory. Because you are in control. And this we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. The next word is faithfulness. As I've said many times here, this virus has caused much doubt and uncertainty. Who can you trust? Can you trust the person next to you to shake their hand? I haven't shook anybody's hands today, but I've hugged a couple guys. Okay, I might be in trouble there. What about the guy that's next to you that starts coughing uncontrollably? Fear is rising. Fight fear with faith. Write that down. Fight fear with faith. Trust in God. 
Remember, God's in control. He's got this. Maybe next week the Lord's going to say, all right, do the Job series again, which maybe I need to hear again. Proverbs chapter 3, 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with part of your heart. No, no. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit or acknowledge Him, and He will make your paths straight. Proverbs chapter 3, 5 and 6. That's a verse we have our little kids memorize. You also should have that one down. This week, I encourage you, pour over, study, load up on passages that speak of God's faithfulness so we would trust Him more. But don't be a hoarder of it. Load up on faithfulness week so you can give out faithfulness this week. Next word, gentleness. We're almost done. I recently heard so, this is for I recently heard someone say, "We need to man up right now." Okay? Someone was all getting all bent out of shape. "We just need to man up right now." Talking about these difficult times. I'm not sure what he meant by man up. I've had someone come up to me and said, "Cody, you're like a man's man." <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. You like, you know, you like chew on stuff and just shoot stuff up and oh, you're like a man's man. Oh, okay. We need to man up. Well, get this, people. Jesus was called gentle. Matthew 21, 5. As he arrives on a donkey, not on an army tank, manning up, <laughs> he comes on a donkey and is described as gentle. He's the real man, right? Man, if you want to be a real man, Gentle. Gentle. Matthew 11, 28 and 29. Jesus says this. Come to Me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Matthew 11, 28 and 29. Take My yoke upon me on, on you and learn from Me, for I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls you want to man up focus your eyes on christ who is gentle and provides for us relief you want to be a real man man up turn and learn from jesus who was gentle. So this week, I encourage you, study, pour over how Jesus dealt with the sick. How He dealt with rulers and leaders. Learn from Him. But don't be a hoarder of it. Load up on gentleness this week so you can give out gentleness this week. Philippians chapter 4, verse 5. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Notice how he says, 
hey, guess what? You know, when the Lord's coming back and you're all thinking about the Lord is near, the number one thing you should do is load up on toilet paper. He doesn't say that. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Man. Pour out gentleness this week. Check on those who might need help. Find out who needs help. Already this past week, the county contacted me. Said, hey, can you get a new message out to all the churches? And I said, sure, let's, you know, and worked on a message, got it all, sent an email to all the different churches. But it didn't just come from me. I was like, you know what? Pastor in Chittack, Pastor in Barron, and two pastors in Rice Lake. Hey, the county asked me to do this, but would you put your name with this? So it's not just from Maranatha. It's from all of us. We want to be agents caring for our people. Let's be gentle. Find out the needs. And if needs arise with you, let us know. We want to come alongside you and care for you. All right, the last one. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, James, temperance, or self-control. You know, I thought some people, not everyone, I thought some people really showed their true colors during Black Friday and the chaos of grabbing stuff, shopping, hoarding, and selfishness. Not everyone, but some people are doing this today. We really are weak creatures. You who think you're great, oh, be careful. We really are weak creatures. We lack discipline. We need Christ-like inner strength of character that enables us to control our passions, control our desires, and exercise sound judgment. Let me say that again. We need Christ-like inner strength of character that enables us to control our passions, our desires, and exercise good judgment. So this week, ask God to help you be more self-controlled, more disciplined, so you are more like Christ. 2 Peter 1, 5-8 For this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness, and to goodness knowledge, and to knowledge, self-control. And to self-control, perseverance. And to perseverance, godliness. And to godliness, mutual affection. And to mutual affection, love. I love how these all are connected. So this week, I encourage you, learn to be more disciplined. But not just for the purpose of being disciplined. Discipline yourself for the purpose of Godliness, it says in Scripture. But don't be a hoarder of it. Load up on self-control so you can help give out self-control this week. Look at me. Control your tongue this week, okay? Especially for those people that drive you crazy. Control your tongue. Don't let fear drive you. Let love drive you to do things for people. Control yourself. Yes, take precautions. Disinfect. Clean up. Don't cough in people's faces. Be self-controlled. If 
you have a stash of stuff, listen to me, you've loaded up on stuff, maybe it's time to go, you know what, all this stuff is to be care packages for people. Look around your neighborhood, start putting care packages on people's doorstop, little stoops there. Drive someone to the store if they need it. Look around for those who are in need. Maybe go to the store, get a pack of toilet paper, and wait. You find that old person that needs one, and you go, hey, I got this just for you. Be self-controlled. Take a look at your Bibles. Through the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, and here it is. Against such... There is no law. Listen, there is no quarantine. There is no sickness that can stop the gospel. Period. Amen? The gospel is to be known. Soak it up, people. Load up on it. But you can't stop there. The gospel must be also lived out this week. So this week, I encourage you, trust God, care for people, and pray for people. God's in control. He's got this, right? How could we not celebrate His goodness together? Amen? I want you this week, I want you right now to examine your heart. Maybe you've been a hoarder of things, of these things, and not giving out the fruit of the Spirit. Maybe you don't even know it, and you're like, I need to know this more. I need to know the goodness of God. It's found in Christ. So those who are serving, if you could come up, we're going to do things a little differently here today.